Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Financial Fitness. I'm your host, Jared Myers, brought to you by Old Fashioned Health Network, Good Health, Inside Now. Episode 31, here we are banking on you. I've got my amazing co-host, as always, Miss Keila Allen. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Nice to be here tonight. <laughs> Keila, what's been going on? How's your week been? Nothing much. It's been hot. Yeah. It's been hot, hot. Yes, yes. It's hot. It's, it's turning it's up here it's as well. It's, yeah. it's crazy, you know? Yeah, um, it's warm outside. It's definitely warm outside. Prices, well, last time we were here, we were talking about the prices getting hotter. Now the weather's getting hotter. What, I mean, yeah. what, what are things going to cool down around here? on that price that it was there. I did notice today that I think it was up 244% or something like that. And now that you mentioned that, I guess that they were getting ready to go into that, but no, I did not have time to watch it. But no, that is awesome news. Like you yeah. said, 36 additional thousand dollars to build a home. 36 additional thousand dollars to build a home. I was like, that is the cost of buying a, a flip house or yeah. a house. Exactly. Like, an investment property. Exactly. Like 36 thousand Before we get into our topic, I wonder if you know June thirtieth ends the uh, uh, moratorium for yeah. for all that. So a lot of people are either going to a be looking for a place to live, b be homeless, c be out of options. Um, so you know it it it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So it's kind of interesting to see that price drop now because, like you said, yeah. you still have a. It's not a. It's more of a seller's market than it is a buyer's market. Right. Um, at least here, it's been that yeah. way in my area. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It is the inventory yeah. is crazy, but um, it'll yeah. be it'll be interesting to see how new bills go. And of course, in Mississippi and Georgia, that those are huge. I feel like you're going to always have a new build more so in certain areas of Mississippi. Right. And right. Uh, same here in Georgia. So that's a good thing. That is a really good yeah, thing. Yeah, it puts us buyers in a, or potential buyers in a, in a really, really tough spot mm-hmm. because we want those to integrate. But then do you sacrifice um, paying $36,000 more, you know, just to get on of the integrate? And seeing in future, yeah, you may be able to rebuy, do something on down the line. But then, I mean, do you still want to just bite that bullet? $36,000. 
That's true. And it'd be different if you could gain that in equity in two years or if that was your down payment and you've had that over time. But like you said, this is additional costs. Now a house, yeah, yeah, we go from on average spending $250,000 to to build a home. Yeah. And now I got to spend 280, you know. like the property brothers listing out the estimates of all the work that's getting done in the house and then additional costs thirty six thousand dollars <laughs> and it's like what just for just for that just for the wood itself it's like well we've lost yeah. we've lost already man yeah yeah well we're gonna go ahead and jump into our topic so you know kind of like what Keelan and I were just talking on uh, revolves around banking on you Banking on yourself, in a sense. Uh, in this topic today, we want to kind of talk about how it is relied upon you, whether you have entrepreneur goals, career development goals, or career goals. You have to bank on yourself. And in that process of getting started with uh, financial literacy or getting started with becoming financially fit and building the checking and building the savings, it's learning how to make your money work ins and outs for you. So therefore, when it does come to the borrowing, the getting qualified for the home, uh, the car, the things like that, the big purchases, now we got to figure out how the cash aspect or the savings or the equity or the investment can start paying you. And that's why I like this segment today of Banking on You. We look at, we're going to talk about different ways that has worked for Keelan and myself, but as well as some other examples that we um, can give from suggestions of smart money. Again, topics that we talked about last week. Um, and kind of just to get started, uh, my main thing with investing, banking on yourself in a sense. Um, today, I found myself looking at dividend stocks, you know, and if you have the amount of money to put into a dividend stock to where you can put you know, a thousand dollars and it may pay twenty, thirty dollars, but if your gas and light bill was twenty and thirty dollars a month and a stock dividend can pay you thirty dollars a month, the regular income that you have, you're paying that off right there. Then yeah. monthly. Right. Monthly. It doesn't have to cost a lot or produce income. It just has to pay certain bills. That's on the investment portion. Now for people that like to save their money, how can I best get the return? We all know that Savings accounts aren't paying what they used to pay. So no, they're not. What are some What are some other ways when people have savings that they can look to pay themselves in a sense? Well, I think, I think that all goes back to uh, something that we said um, on our very first um, shows or parties. You know, just first going through your going through the list of expenses and just seeing where you, where can you cost cut costs. Because the idea is finding that aspect that's going to actually increase the value of your dollar. How can you actually make that dollar work for you? And oftentimes, a lot of people, you know, sometimes have to spend a little to get a little to get a little bit more back. Mm-hmm. But then, how? Do, okay, how do I actually pay myself? So that's when you have to set a savings budget. Yep. You have to budget for a savings. Very true. And once you budget for your savings. That's how you begin to, what I like to call is free for yourself, in a sense. You know, budget for your savings so you can find a way or find a window to actually treat yourself, in a sense. And the way you do that is, if you've got some stuff down, basically fit. 
this the basic of saving money and like how to cut costs. Figure out what you're spending your money on daily. Where are your dollars going? Where are your pennies going? Because essentially all of those things add up, you know. Um, the next thing, find ways you can, um, again, cut costs by figuring out what is priority. What's priority? You know, like oftentimes we, we miss that aspect of things, of figuring out what is priority, you know. Trying to figure out, do I need a new pair of shoes this month just because it's on sale? Or do I need to put just this extra $33 back? Or whatever the case may be for a rainy day. Or do I need to sit this back so I can put with something else to be able uh, to come up with a whole amount to actually go into your savings account? You know, those are just some tips on some of the things that I've done. You know? 100%. Um, one of the things, too, is like we talk about, like you said, setting that budget finding the value of what's needed. Out of sight, out of mind almost applies to me too, because, you know, as a regular employer or employee, excuse me, receiving a W-2 and getting paid, it's that 401k, <laughs> right? It's that 401k, it's that life insurance that yeah. it cost me 88 cents or $1.29, but it's gonna, yeah. if something were to happen to me, it's going to pay three times my salary. That's going right. to cover my house that's going to cover my debt that's going to cover me in the long term and won't have things for my family to worry about now will it be leaving them anything no now i've got to also look at term or whole life policies those are other ways that when it comes to truly banking on yourself and banking on what you can do to help create or outlive or outkick coverages and things like that I know uh, I don't know too much about term, and again, when we come back to this, we'll have a little bit more education on more of those topics and have people that can be in here to better explain it. Again, uh, this is all educational purposes while we speak about this, because we're not fiduciaries or advisors. However, when we talk about term policies and people outliving the policies, there are some kickbacks for those policies that I do believe once you outlive it, you're able to get like a little return on your money for that term policy. Whole works a little bit differently. You really don't see the benefits of whole until after a few years or so um, in that process. So as you bank on yourself and you look to borrow from that, I I recently found out that you can borrow from life insurance. I did not, I was not aware of this, Uh, you know, so that is something I find very, you know, traditionally borrowing to me always came from the bank. I wanted to be in the banking system so I can understand how it works, understand that process understand how everything goes through the hoops and then when I was ready to leave and have my own all right I could bank on this working for me because I knew the process I know that my debt to income ratio has to be under 50 percent or 38 percent really Going back to that whole barn against her policy, you know, I did not under, I didn't know that you can do that until I actually uh, had an encounter with that with one of my, you know, one of my prior um, customers or what have you. He had some loans out there and the insurance policy were the collateral. I did not know, like, you can, you can actually borrow from both and you can use that as collateral to take out um, or to back loans. Which is an awesome, awesome, awesome opportunity because here's the thing. Yes, you're borrowing against the loan, but you're not actually taking away from the loan if you're using it as collateral. Does that make any sense? You know, you get what I'm saying? So that 
that that was a fantastic idea. Just that you got a two hundred and fifty thousand dollars policy or a policy that's worth half a million dollars, you know, or something like that. That that can create lucrative income for you. Yes. You know, so those are things in which you know something to think about. Always think about those avenues. Um, right now, home refires. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Um, I, I, if everybody like this for me has been taking advantage of doing mm-hmm. refires. And actually taking our cash value, like taking the cash, yeah, cash out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing it, seeing it here, seeing it here, and yeah. it's so, and it's, it's like this is the only time you're gonna get cash out. My interest rate may raise on my home again, and I'm either adding another. Honestly, from what I was seeing, for a lot of people that were refining with us, they were either reducing theirs by five years, or, yeah. or maybe five to ten years, they were reducing their original mortgage. Or maybe they were adding on an additional five, but they weren't. It wasn't much more. So now you've got cash that you've been able to borrow at eighty percent. Absolutely. You still have twenty percent equity left in the home. So if you sell the yes. home, you get that back along yes. with that. So it's just like yes. look, yes. look at those revenues. This twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one is a perfect example, like you said having the opportunity to look at refinancing your home, especially if you're in the position to do it and get cash and you can sit on this cash for the next episode, whatever may magically happen um, between the pandemic, um, between the moratorium ending and, you know, again, July, it's, it's the second half of the year. We're going to see different things in the market. So however you feel the need to bank on your money and bank on things going your direction, this is the time. This is the time. And these are the ways to do it. Yeah. Now it's the time to be strategic more than ever. I was reading, I was just doing some research and I read where it said, like, on a 15-year, $100,000 fixed-rate mortgage, lowering your interest uh, interest rate from, like, 7% to, like, 6.5% will save you $5,000 in uh, interest. I, I think that's what it said. Or, or more than $5,000 in interest charges over the life of the loan. Not only that, you get to accumulate home equity, you know, wow. more. Yeah. Um, rapidly, you know, increase basically increasing your ability to cover the um, cover those expenses or home repairs or other things that you may need or whatever you may need that uh, that money for. But just the idea that you can say just by doing a refire on a fixed rate and just giving that little um, giving that example of um, moving from. Seven percent to six point five percent being able to save over five thousand dollars in interest, uh, in interest alone during the lifespan, and we're talking about like this over fifteen uh, years time span. But not only are you doing that, you're increasing, uh, you gain equity in the home more faster than what you would normally do. You know, and creating that uh, amount of liquid assets to be able to do other expenses that have that that um, liquid that money available to you you know you have to be strategic and now now is the time more than ever to really sit down and really focus on um your finances and how you can make it work for you we've been saying this the whole time that during this pandemic if you couldn't do anything that i you know like yes small businesses took a hit but also this was a great time and opportunity to create you know, for a lot of people. I completely agree. I completely agree with you. And this was, like you said, this was the perfect time. It was the perfect time to have cash available 
And it's still it's still a great time to have cash available because they're yeah, truly everything right now is at a point to where it's a little uncertain. As you saw, the FOMO, FOMC uh, came out today that interest rates are going to hold until 2023. Uh, Powell, the Fed chair, does not see anything happening. Uh, rates may be raised twice, I believe he said, in the next year and a half. But yeah, they don't I'm see a lot of change. Yeah, they don't see a lot of changes yeah. happening. So the markets yeah. have kind of responded in different segments, yeah. good yeah. and bad to this. So right, right. right. Uh, yes, I think. I was speaking with one of my uh, with one of our underwriters, and we were just having general conversation, and she was just talking about how you know, um, although right now the rates um, rates are going to we're going to see an increase. I don't know when. I don't know. I don't know if it's sooner rather than later, but there will be an increase. So it just makes you wonder as far as like what 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 is what is going to happen? You know, what will happen? Will we be able to actually um how will we see a recover during during this time? And will people actually um will people being in such take it take actually take advantage of the opportunities that are out there? I was thinking about like uh, now is a great time to do uh, rate topic for homeowners insurance. That's another thing. That's another option. Now is a great time to do that as well. Think about that. You're a homeowner. You know how that homeowners insurance go and how how that actually works. You know, so it's a great time to um, really evaluate that. You know, that's always an option. Um, this has brought me to this another thing. The economy is so, things are changing so dramatically. There are so many moving parts. Glutfat here in Mississippi, you know Glutfat? Yep. It's about to become a city. City, yeah, I, I heard about that. Yes. So they're, they're becoming their own city. Guess what? Their um, taxes are about to double up. Uh, yeah. So homeowners are literally about to be paying like a little bit more on their mortgage. Like they're going to see an increase, mm-hmm. you know, on their mortgages. So, this thing is kind of like the the market is doing some things. Yes. There's shifting going. It's yes. Thing, some things are going. Like I mean, there's a lot of shifts going on, but there's also a lot of advantages mm. that are happening for people, and it's just about being strategic and taking advantage of those opportunities that are going to present themselves. Uh, Kila, you couldn't be more spot on. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. And there, like she said, it's, it's we're getting signals. We're getting signals from our market. We're getting signals from from not just our market, from our our labor, from our labor. You see, jobs are up. You see, things are slowly moving, but you just are kind of waiting. It seems like everyone's on a bubble, if you will, in this mm-hmm. process. Um, yeah, guys, just continue to stay into the material that we're able to provide. Uh, one of the next episodes that we have coming up. <laughs> We get to talk about cryptocurrency and yeah, the new yeah, yeah. I'm method. See, see, Kila, I figured you would be. This one is actually we're gonna make, we're gonna break cryptocurrency down to to people who are not educated on it and want to know more about it. We're gonna explain its purpose and we're gonna explain why here in the U.S. it's a little bit different. And we can go ahead and tell you now because we're already developed. You already have your banks. We already have yeah. our cash america we already have our way of system of banking we don't yeah. really need we boom we've emerged it wakes it works for us here yeah. but and also the competition is already out there exactly you know so it's just 
Yep. In the As you can see at ATMs, they're accepting Bitcoin. They're accepting certain things now. But uh, again, we're going to go into it. We're going to have a uh, we're going to have a company come in that talks to us about it. Talks about some very affordable cryptos too. Uh, as we get started with that. Guys, this episode of Banking on Yourself, episode 31. Um, <laughs> Kila, I think we can go yeah. ahead and uh, tell the people, you know, we'll see them next time. Yeah. Because, uh, I, yeah. I really want them to tell me the next time. Because it's going to be intriguing for myself as well. Definitely a learning experience. And you got to keep in mind, I'm the moderate conservative here. So, you know, <laughs> I, I'm ready to hear these selling points. So definitely until next time. Until next time, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to Financial Fitness. I'm your host, Jared Myers, signing off with my co-host. We'll see you guys next time on Financial Fitness. Good night, guys.